that bit. So what you're saying is I'm not supposed to say? <laughs> yeah, pretty much that. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is up, guys? Welcome back to <coughs> Shift Change after a, we'll call it a summer vacation. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you guys might remember a couple weeks ago, a I came out, ago. I had to do a solo reload where I took ample opportunity to make fun of Zach because he, oh. he wasn't here to defend himself. So I didn't even listen to it. Wow. I haven't I'm, even listened to it yet. I'm so glad you take this seriously. I've been seriously. listening to my stories. I'm very glad that you take this seriously. I, I take it very seriously. So <laughs> seriously. Oh my God. <sighs> so, um, for those of you that did listen to the last week's reload, uh, you'll remember that, uh, or not last week's, it was probably before that, wasn't it? Two weeks. It's been a little bit. It's been a minute. I've been busy, like busy, busy, busy with. So Zach, why, why, why have you been so busy? I've got. I'm like a couple of days away from getting an official offer, from what I've been hearing from a trusted source. A couple of trusted sources have told me that uh, yeah, I'm in the background investigation portion of the hiring phase for a rather large agency. Zach's going to be a cop. So, man. yeah, I got some stuff I got to turn in. And God help like, us all. Uh, yeah, sounds like a good movie. Oh, so, good for you. Yay. Good for you. No, oh, yeah, dude, I, so I'm a re- uh, security guard right now. How's that going? Oh, my God, I hate it so much. They give much. you a little, uh, little segue. segue yeah. With a little blue light on it. Yeah. And, and sirens. No joke. So this place that I... Uh, I'm about to get, or hopefully will be about to get hired on to, hopefully I don't jinx it, um, has a mall in their town. I was just there from like Psych and Polly, and uh, I was walking around the mall. Please tell me the mall, they have segways. Yes. 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 Oh my so, God, I love it. I used to be a mall cop, proud of it, whatever. I, w- I won't, <laughs> I'm not proud of it. I no, won't, I won't shame away from it though. None of us are proud of it. <laughs> but I used to be a mall cop. But so man, did I. I was like laughing. I was on the floor laughing. <laughs> As he's like cruising by. Licensing registration. Badass. Yeah, guy. Oh, <laughs> I was just God. like, holy crap. Like I couldn't even hold in my excitement. He stared at me like too. Like He's going around a corner like staring at me. Like, Who's that guy? Uh, oh, this is a serious job, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I am a public safety <laughs> professional. <laughs> I used to be. I remember being 17 too once. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, so, good times. Yeah, that psych. If any, oh my God. I had to take the MMPI test. And how many, this. how many times have you taken the MMPI, Zach? Oh. I taken it four times. Uh, is it less terrible each time? No, no, it's, no, it's, it's not. more terrible each time it because is. you read the question. It is awful, and you're just like, uh, how many? Did you times? overthink? How many times? Hey, or his hey act, his hey act. Do you love your mother? His <laughs> act, his hey act. Oh, hey I mean, true. Do you love your father? So, so they're all true false questions now. His hey act, his hey act. Have you ever had aspirations to become a florist? <laughs> hey, Zach. Hey, Zach. Wait, 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 wait. Do you play with your poop? 
stupid <laughs> question. Why is that on there? So, so I had to take the MMPI test, but I had to take another test. Dude, but hold on, on a sec. I'm not even done with it. Hold more. on. And they were all the same questions. So of course I'm sitting here doing the second test going, These how, are... did I, how did I answer the first one? Like, three and 150 questions ago. By telling the truth? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Here's my question. I'm not crazy. Whether or not you play with your poop, <laughs> if you answer yes to that question, you should not be a police officer. Yeah, you're weird. Just going to throw that out. You should not. Whether or not you actually do, if you answer yes to that question in a psyche eval like, for a cop adult. job, as yes. an adult, you should not be a police officer. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> not that we judge. None of my business, but... Uh, <laughs> hey, what you do in your personal time is your business, man. But, uh, you know, Poopy. that's gross and weird. Poopy Whatever. player with her person. Ugh. Man. Oh, my God. MMPI. I've taken that test. Man, I bet you I've taken it. One, two, three, four. I bet you I've taken it at least five times. I've I've taken it quite a few times. There might have been one that I didn't. You know, one the, time I didn't take it. But the I, test isn't like always terrible. No, it's the whole thing combined. The the, the test and the interview and the form. Take these shapes to form this shape, and you're like, why? Why am I, I doing this? Do oh, you didn't shapes. have to do any like the no. the cognitive so, stuff. The problem with like the psych test is I showed up. And we started at 8 a.m. Uh, at 8 a.m. I walked out of the office at noon, noon 30. Yeah. And I was only... That's... I, and I only talked to the doctor for maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, we spent... I spent literally all morning filling in true-false bubbles. Yeah, I, I would say... God awful. I would say, uh, yeah, because you don't spend that much time actually talking no, to the doctor. No, we had a couple of questions. But it's that was super it. intimidating when you do, though. At least I feel like it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes. Depends who you get. Because I know I did one with this gal who was super cool. She was very nice. Um, didn't feel like overly pressured. Just kind of asked me some basic questions. Um, yeah, it wasn't too bad. But then I've had other ones where you know they're sitting there and they're like, you know, have you ever? I don't know. Like, do you ever speed? You're like, uh, uh yeah, all the yeah, time. I've, I've, yep. I, I have before. <laughs> oh, I think it's, I think it's weird that you, uh, you're a police officer. You break the law. I'm like, well, <laughs> well, hold on a second, because yeah. you asked me a very direct question, and I have I driven at 61 miles an hour in a 60 mile an hour zone? Yes, I have. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell my background investigator that I got busted doing 63 to 50 and had to pay that ticket. <laughs> oh, that's As I was moving up here, and he's just like, "Yeah," he just laughed. He's like, "You're a dumbass." <laughs> like, yeah, I do not care about that. <laughs> he didn't. I was like, oh, "I wrote me the ticket," and that's true. But <laughs> he just giggled. He's like, "You're stupid." I know. <sighs> I know. That's funny. No, I didn't have any troubles with the. Uh, well, I didn't have any troubles with the psych or the polygraph. The polygraph, though, you guys don't do that in the state, do you? Uh, I have not taken a polygraph okay. before. The polygraph is... Yes. Yeah, give it time. Uh, give it time. No. Dude, that freaks me out. I don't like... Even though I got nothing... T 
hide yeah, it's, I've, about anything. I've talked to some people is, that say it that it's it's pretty much TV. junk science. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Granted, I didn't. I haven't done the research behind it, but I've heard that it's pretty much junk science. It what? Because it monitors your heart rate or something, and that's like if your heart rate goes up, then they're like, "Oh, you're lying." But it's like, "Uh, no, because you could ask me about something that I just don't like. You know, you could ask me if I'm a. I I don't know if I've ever molested someone but if i say hi you know if i was the victim or if like i had a sibling that was molested like right. yeah that would get me upset right. like really upset it uh it monitored like he hooked up my three finger three of my fingers and a blood pressure cuff and like i sat in a chair that like senses your yeah <laughs> your pucker factor your pucker factor and how your quads like react and dude i had to sit so there was this, back in the day, like when I was a kid, you watch a movie, and they're like, yeah, the way you beat a polygraph test is if you stand on a thumbtack uh, thumb or something. Pack, yeah. They've got little, like, pressure pads that you got to put your feet on and everything. What? Now. Yeah. So. That was in one of the Oceans movies, was it? Like, Oceans 11 so, or yeah. something? So I'm like, oh, man, this is getting, dude, I was. So did the thumbtack work or no? Well, <laughs> no, they have <laughs> I just walked around with a freaking thumbtack in my foot. I couldn't do anything with it because there's a pressure pad under my feet. Uh, that's <laughs> funny. I'm bleeding all over my socks. Uh, no, yeah, that was... Dude, I started like getting tunnel vision in there. Yeah, I don't like... Polygraph sucks. That was my understanding is it's pretty much like, were you, were you truthful in your job application? Have you ever committed a felony? Um, stuff like that. Yeah, I've had a different, it's different questions. Like the one in Colorado that I did, he asked directly, like, have you ever used narcotics? Have you ever sold or held mm-hmm. or anything like that? Uh, but what they do is they actually, before they even hook you up in the machine. They ask they, like baseline they, questions? Or? Well, they talk about all of it. Every mm-hmm. question that they're going to ask you, they talk about before you even hook up. Mm-hmm. And so you tell them the truth and you say, uh, you know, yeah, I've, I've, you know, I've sped before or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then what they end up doing is when they hook you up, what they'll do is they'll say something to the effect of, other than what we've already discussed, have you ever done any done type okay. of illegal drug or something like that? Or have you ever, other than what we've discussed, have you ever killed anybody or committed homicide before? Are you a covert agent for a foreign company or country? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so the way they did it at this agency is they had like color coded paper, like blue, like a blue page and a red page and a yellow page. We'd go over all the things, like, have you ever done this, 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 this. And they covered everything from, like, bestiality and, yeah, homicide and incest and all that good stuff. Like, they were like, we want to know what color underwear you have. Like, you could have just asked me. Like, yeah. (laughs) You know, and then they're like, and then the question that they did was, other than what we've already discussed, is there anything on the blue paper that you've done? And then I say, no. And then 
I freak out a little bit. And I get tunnel vision <laughs> because I'm like... Now I, you're sitting there in your I head, you're going... about God. something that I may have stolen when I was five? Oh, yeah. my God. Was there somebody else that I murdered? <laughs> so, oh, yeah, it, it gets a little... Because even though, like, you know, I'm not lying about it. I've never done anything right. too... I'm pretty vanilla. So, I've never done anything too crazy. Too crazy. I mean... Yeah, I, and I still was like super nervous. And yeah. yeah, the dude that was giving me the polygraph is like this old school scout sniper dude who ended up becoming a cop and got to do like this long career on being a detective. And hmm. he's like six months away from retiring. And he's a firearms instructor. Basically, he's done everything that I want to do hmm. except narcotics investigations. And he's just like, yeah, so. He goes, he goes, anything that you tell me in here, don't be embarrassed. He goes, I guarantee you I have heard way worse. <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't know, bro. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> well, there was this one time in Vegas. So, so um, this this dude works for the agency then. They didn't, yeah. they didn't contract it out or anything. No, which is crazy because uh, the one in Colorado that most I places contract contracted out. like professionals out. Yeah. Now, this guy, this agency, the PD and the sheriff's office like share like a detective's division. What? Yeah, so the. the the PD and the sheriff's office. Are so all what? The it's state. it's like one. It's, it's their their detectives are probably what like just a big task force or like they work on no, each other's I, cases no, or. I think it's it's all the same building and to keep everything like located in the same place because they put me in like they had dedicated polygraph rooms. Like, like, hmm. I think they had two or three is what the guy was saying, but they had like. I think I saw like interview room seven or something like this. So they have like. Wow. dedicated it, it's a pretty big you imagine like, working for a place that has seven interview rooms right <laughs> we had one yeah we have one for our entire county <laughs> but yeah so and yes i have i right. have had to commandeer rooms from other like <laughs> like Jesus. no i mean like other other uh like department <laughs> not not like depart like i've had to go down um Hey, let me get your office real quick. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I've had to, like, you know, you're walking around the building trying to find a, a vacant office just laying around, <laughs> and you're like, uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna borrow that quick. <laughs> hey, Chief. Get out. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, it's yeah, you know, it's, it's it small towns nice, have their man. challenges. Must be nice. Yeah, to have, like, that many interview rooms. Yeah. I wouldn't know. That big of an agency? I would not know. Uh, so anyway, um, so uh, anyway, what, uh, were we going to talk about anything today? Did we, I don't know. Did we pick, did we pick a topic? Yeah, I understand that. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Can we give a free shout out to Black Rifle Coffee Company? Because uh, yes. I love them. Yes. Oh, so good. So good. So delicious. Also... Did you know they donate money to first responders and veterans? Um, yeah. How? How did... Were you saying something? No. Okay. I have no idea what's going on. We were talking on. about Black Rifle. <laughs> then you got sidetracked. I, yeah. I, it's a blue car must have drove by or you must have seen something <laughs> shiny. Yeah. I get, 
Take a wild guess at what I was looking at on my phone. I don't want to Instagram. God. I'm constantly on this. It's so stupid. At this point, it might actually be a problem. It is a problem, because it's terrible. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No. It is. No, it's not. It is. It is. It really isn't. It is. So did I tell you that I work Here we go. Yep. at a Walmart right now? That's... As a security guy. Terrible, and I don't know if we should air that on the show. Oh, no. Every single Walmart all over the country has got a security guy in it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I know, but are they all contracting with the same company? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, my security company is out of New York City. Anyway, so I'm standing there in this Walmart, uh-huh. and it's in a place where I used to do, like, low-income housing security and mm-hmm. mall security and stuff. All the little kids that I remember chasing around the mall. Yeah, they all work there now? Dude, they all have, like, little kids that they chase around, like, Walmart. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I remember you. So now... I, like, see all these people that I recognize and remember from, like, 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. That's all I really had to say about it. It's just weird. Cool story, it's weird. bro. It's weird seeing all these little monsters that I used to chase around. Now they're all, like, adults. Yeah. yeah. Makes me feel old. Oh. Cool story, bro. You should tell it at parties. Like, I'm really bummed that I'm this old now. <laughs> you are You are kind of I just bummed myself out. <laughs> you are kind of old. All these babies have babies. And... Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, what about guns? Let's talk about guns. <laughs> Let, I could always talk, talk about, about guns. guns. So, uh, do you have any guns lately? No. <laughs> no. Do you have because... any ammo? No. <laughs> no, I have absolutely no ammo. Oh, welcome to 2020. Yeah, right? Kind of uh, the corona. If you'd have listened to my last weekly reload, you'd know that that was pretty much my rant for the whole episode. <laughs> oh my god. Because me being I, angry. It sucks, dude. It sucks so much because it's not like these ammo supply, you know, places are not making ammo. The same amount of ammo is being made. Probably more than normal ammo is being oh, yeah. made. Oh yeah. People are buying it up. Because oh, yeah. they think that the world is ending or some nonsense. Uh, and I'm not going to lie. It's me. Yeah, no, it's I, me. I got a text message the other day like, uh, hey, so I'm over here at this store in this town. They have and, ammo. Yeah, but I bought it all. <laughs> Dude, oh, they had, thanks, they had. Bro. And it was actually like about the same price. It was as very it reasonably is. priced. It was like nine bucks a box. Well, I would say, I don't think those boxes of 20 rounds though, are never really, but that's what they're normally priced at. I wouldn't call it reasonable. Well, no, but, but that's what they're normally their, priced at, which is a good thing. That means pre-COVID are, slash yeah, pre pre-election back price. to the way they were. Um, Hopefully, people stop. Uh, I, I don't think it'll go back to normal until after the election. Um, well, depending on who wins the election. Yeah, but it'll probably you, you watch. <laughs> you watch what. Mm. Mm. The other guy is gonna win. No, no. You know what scares me? You know what scares me is you know the the other guy used to be a somewhat reasonable politician, and but now I mean I I don't think he knows you know where he is. You can't string two and two words to make a sentence right. anymore. 
Well, what scares me is he's it's it's very obviously a Trojan horse for, for uh, is it Kamala? Yes, I don't want to be. That, I don't know. There I don't want to. That I always, I always thought it was Kamala. That was how I'd always heard it pronounced. I right. thought it was Kamala. Apparently now that's politically incorrect, and it has to be Kamala. Obviously, yeah, I like I never went out of my way to mispronounce the lady's name. Like I'm not, I'm not a jerk. Right. I don't think. <laughs> but not completely. Not right. yeah, totally. But it, it just it's so obvious that you know it's it's a Trojan horse to get her in, and it scares me because you know nobody focuses on the vice president. Like, right. or the, the vice presidential candidate or whatever. Like, nobody cares, you know, normally. Until, you know, until we get to this point where they run. Where the actual president the actual candidate no longer, is, yeah. is no longer suitable you know, for I, the office. Honestly, I feel bad for the guy. Like, why? And from everything I've heard in person, he's a very nice guy. Sure he is. From everything I've heard, he's a nice guy, and I've heard that his family just like adores him. So, with that, why has nobody in his family said, Alright, this is not this is not fair. We can't do this to him. Right. Right? Because if my grandfather if they were parading my grandfather around and exploiting him for obviously political purposes, I would be shutting that shit down real quick. Right now. Uh, yeah. Right now. Like, I don't, I don't know. I've, cause I've watched, I've seen, um, his speeches from like back when he was the vice president mm-hmm. and then compared to, to now a week ago. Yeah. Dude's going downhill. Fast. And it's not Apparently. again. And it's, it's it's not about being it's a medical issue too. It's this not about being problem. partisan or political or anything. Like like I said, you know, I think that before prior to the hard left getting a hold of him, I think he was probably one of the more moderate Democrats. Yeah. Um. And I, that would have been a conversation I'd be willing to have. But for I mean, right now the guy well, the guy can't. It's have it, I, I I am honest to God I am empathetic toward the guy because he's being used like i'm i feel bad like it just somebody needs to like just be like hey we can't keep doing this to grandpa Grandpa (laughs) you know (laughs) but you're not wrong though that's messed up it feels very much like they're taking advantage of him yeah and i don't know why i can't I mean, I can't and figure out why left, right, or center, wherever you fall politically, you've got to recognize like the guy well, is can't not. I can't figure out why people, like citizens on the political left, are okay with it because like, they're using him. Well, I think it they're covering take a rocket up. Rocket surgeon to figure out that he's yeah. Not I think they're trying. Office. I think they're trying to cover up how bad the gaps really are because the media protects him. Well, that's true. And I think your average person just doesn't see it. And I think they know, like, oh, well, once he gets in, you watch. If he gets elected, it'll start right after the election. They'll yep. start very subtly. They'll start airing the gaffes. And then it'll be more and more and more All until a, sudden he's a couple, couple months after the election, you're going to start hearing these, these magical words. And it's going to be 25th Amendment. And it's the same crap they tried with Trump, saying, oh, he's not fit for office, and the cabinet needs to 
kick him out or whatever, but they're going to go with it and they're going to use it to slide Kamala in as president. And, oh man, whether you are left, right, center, or otherwise, she is very, very far to the left. And it concerns me. It would be the same thing. I would be just as concerned if they were trying to do this in opposite, you know, for opposite political parties. You know, if they were trying to wedge in some radical, extreme right-wing candidate, I would be just as concerned. And it, uh, it scares me because I, I don't, you know, the people are obviously not voting for Kamala Harris. And we know this because she didn't win the primary. Right. I mean, her own party said, yeah, we don't want Kamala. (laughs) So, so they basically found this loophole and said, well, they won't vote for her directly, Let's. She can ride Joe's coattail, and then and then we'll wedge. We'll force Joe out, right. and we'll get her in. And that really scares me because that Whoa. is not how that is not how our country was designed to work. No, um, no, no. It's not. Was he? He wasn't this off though when this all first started, was he? Um, hey, this kind of recent. No, the last he's. Few I think months. he's getting. I think he's definitely getting progressively worse. Um, but I think it was uh, kind of obvious that he was uh, creepy. Oh, yeah, well, you know? yeah, I was sitting there giggling to myself about, I think, uh, what, what did you say something about his family likes him? And my first thought was, well, that depends on the body wash, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think... <laughs> Because you'll see, like, floating around Facebook, all the, the compilations of him, like, you know... Sniffing people. Sniffing people and all that. All of that stuff was from when he was in office. That was, yeah. That, that was, was pre-Trump. He, like, kisses his daughter on the mouth still. She's yeah. Like 27 it was, that was That was all like that. pre-Trump. Like, yeah. 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 So, anyway, let's talk about something instead of us just rambling. I have an idea. Uh, what's your idea? If you could only own one firearm, what would it be and why? Ooh. Ah, Ooh, yeah, interesting the, question. the big question. Right. Any caliber, any type, oh, any I'd anything. have to, I'd have to stick to my NFA gun. I'd have to do the 11 and a half inch BCM with, uh, but you know what? Any gun whatsoever. Like no hand, like any handgun, rifle, Anything. shotgun. I would want, I'd have to get one of those class three uh, auto lowers. Full auto? Yeah. Why? Just so you can waste money? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. No, but yeah. No, I, okay. Seven and a half inch. Having, have you ever, have you ever, can. have you ever shot a full auto? Like, yes. honest question. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I have two. Uh, it's fun for a, about a minute. It's fun. Or, well, for the first, like, well, it's always for the first for eight the first seconds May. until you're out of ammo. And then yeah. you gotta go reload, and you're like, oh. Well, it's, it, it does lose its... But then the next time you get to go full, full auto, it's, it's awesome again. No. So, <laughs> I like... <laughs> okay, hold on. Here's I, the only thing I... I who's the only, the only thing that I'm gonna bring up is... Um, <clears throat> obviously, like, in our experiences as police officers, our... Real world application of firearms is extremely limited. True, right? That is not something now, that I would be able to do. So, the from all of the things that I have heard 
Um, obviously, I don't really know too many guys that were like full on like in combat, like Using you know, seal dudes or anything. Nah. But the guys nah. from the shows and stuff that I've watched, the podcasts, the interviews, all that. It sounds like not really any of them use full auto. No, the it only sounds time... like they'll have a dude who's assigned like a saw. Yes, and, and then he's, he's the like the suppressing guy. guy. Yeah, suppressing fire. Yeah, super oh, dramatic. Like reference. yeah, but <laughs> yes, yeah, but yes, throwing on your... the throwing on the fun switch every once in a while and burning down a mag is fun. But it's fun. But it, you can you, a practical there application. Is a practical application to it. Busting out three round burst if you need it, but possibly, yeah, you know, because even the military went from full auto M16A1s to select fire three round burst, whatever they want to call it, M4A2s or yeah. whatever the A they're on now. The so. way I look at it is, I feel and again, again, having never been in a like direct combat, anything like that, never been in the military, never been any type of direct combat situation so my my not my first-hand knowledge on this is extremely limited but from my perspective i would tend to think that less less is more yeah generally you know just from the 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 experiences that i have at the range hunting doing whatever less usually tends to be more yeah generally um so if you're you're, like hunting bad guys the, the context matters right um it depends on what you're doing I don't know. Select fire, like M4s have their place, but nah, dude. I want a full auto just because I want to bust a just blow just out a, a mag gun. in two seconds every once in a while. Other than that, it would stay on semi, unless the shit really hit the fan. But I could see that the rarity of that ever happening. So. Short barrel or yeah, eleven and a half inch. Okay, do eleven and a half inch with a six inch can. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not just like I'm. I'm kind of just trying to play devil's advocate here. Uh, shooting right. with a suppressor, not exactly all it's cracked up to no, be either. No, your setup when you have a suppressor. It is, a, the it is the dirtiest setup. thing I've yeah, ever you seen. Yeah, you have to, because you're going to be sucking all that gas, because it blows right back I in have, your face. I have actually gotten, like, sprayed with gun oil. Yes. From, sh- with like, while shooting a, a suppressed rifle. Just gotten all that blowback sprayed yep. in my face. It's, uh, not pleasant. No. So your barrel length is going to make a difference in that. Your gas is, depending on what your gas length is. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean like your gas tube? Yeah. Uh-huh. Your gas system. Well, it's going to make a difference whether it's DI or piston is going to make a difference. Well, the kind so, of suppressor, the kind of charging handle you have. So here's the here's a question that I have then. That as well. Because I again like, you know, when I've shot shot unsuppressed, I've shot suppressed, I've shot, you know, and it's I don't not wear ear pro when I shoot a suppressed yeah, weapon. Yeah, that's because so, the whole calling it a silencer is a, right. like a movie fallacy. Right, yeah, I understand that. But so my question then is, at that point, if it's if you look at the pros versus cons of how dirty it is and how, you know, the potential issues it can cause to your gun, is it worth it? Yes. 
mainly because it, it's dirty, but it's not so dirty that it's going to damage your gun. And yeah, it's not like whisper quiet, but it is quiet enough that in like a home defense situation where you're not putting on ear pro before you go and clear your house, mm -hmm. uh, it's not going to completely blow out your eardrums. Like it's going to be loud and you're going to hear ringing. Yeah. Um, but it also, depending on, you know, what you're doing with it, suppressors are more, uh, yeah, they quiet it a little bit. They bring down the decibels a little bit, but it's more of a flash suppression kind of thing. And if you're, uh, hunting bad dudes in, in the, in the dark, it, that's where it really starts to shine. Um, and then what else, what else do you have? What other negative do you've got about it? Oh, uh, I don't know. I just I just know they're dirty and yeah, they're, they're super. Not, they're dirty. not as quiet as most people think that they are. Right. They're not so much. It doesn't so much make the gun dirtier. It's more it puts that crust, like in different places, different yeah. more hard to reach places. But that depends again on your gas system because your piston driven rifles are gonna crud up too. Yeah. It's just in a different more hard to reach place yeah I, so but yes they are crusty um but i think i personally i think the pros are way higher than the cons i'm not gonna blow up my kids eardrums if i have to uh plug somebody trying to break into his you know bedroom door that's fair and then if i'm so, hunting bad guys at night i'm not gonna give away my position if so okay um why the length the length, yeah. Uh, because you're. So I noticed you said round, you said eleven and a half yeah, versus you know like a ten and a half or, or 10, sixteen or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. So I want a short barreled rifle because specifically because I want to be able to use it around maneuverability like a vehicle yep. and indoors and stuff like that. But I want enough length that I'm not losing lethality and distance. Um, the shorter your barrel, the less, uh, what velocity it has coming out of the Don't end. look at me. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I could be, I haven't done any research into this lately, but the shorter the barrel, the less velocity, meaning like at 10 and a half inches to, so they, so the experts in M4s and AR-15s say that you shouldn't go any shorter than a 10.3, uh, like for the 5.56 five, or 223, because after, what, 100 yards or something, um, they start losing that velocity at that, that distance. Was that the big word you were looking up? No, I was looking up the word ballistic. I don't know. Terminal ballistics is the word that I looked up because I wanted to make sure I was correct. It was, uh, and I don't know how I can really explain that quickly. I think you're just making making things up now. Yeah. So, <laughs> but no, anything under that, your terminal ballistics start to go to crap. So, which means that all it's really doing is poking holes. It's not really doing what the cartridge or the projectile was designed to do, and that's stupid. So, all you guys out there with your <laughs> three and a half inch <laughs> AR-15 barrel, y'all do. With your pistol. Yeah. So, yeah. but I chose 11 and a half inch because I still want to be able to reach out and poke somebody if I need to in 
certain circumstances that, and yet still be able to maneuver around my car or a squad car or patrol whatever. car or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, I for me, I, I would probably, it would be very similar. Um, I would like a kind of dual purpose, close range and long range type of rifle. So I would probably go with, I hate to be so basic, but probably a 16-inch barrel. Um, you know, I get out to... I, I mean, I'm comfortable words of 400 yards. After, yeah. Over 400 yards, I'm kind of just spraying and praying, you know, with a 2-2-3. Yeah. Well, and that's, like, literally half its... Ex- no effective range. You can right. you can use a five five six out to eight hundred yards, or I mean, if you really want to get technical, eight hundred meters is its effective effective range. So but yeah, but at that point, at eight hundred at eight hundred meters, are you are you just lobbing rounds? Yeah, kinda. You're gonna want a longer barrel. The longer the barrel, the longer the dwell time, the more velocity it range. Because don't and better correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't isn't part of like is it Marine Corps basic like qualification? I think has a is it a four hundred yard? Five hundred. Okay. It is my understanding that could be, you know, movie stuff too. But I'm pretty sure they they stretch out to five hundred yards. That's why I think that's why they were using like ACOGs. I don't know. Those guys shoot heck of a lot better than I do. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Um, but so anyway, my, my whole thought process was, you know, kind of a basic AR, uh, if I, if I can only, if I'm only allowed to have one gun, nothing else, like just any kind of gun I want, I would probably say basic AR 16 inch barrel. I don't know if I'd go with a suppressor. Um, I would probably go with a shorter free float just to cut weight. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. cause I know like with mine, I've got that, uh, what 17 inch free float yeah. on mine and that some bitch is heavy yep it is not uh you know when i shoot that gun i mean i've got it up in the gun vice or whatever and i'm you know yeah or i got a bipod on it like i'm i'm just kind of planking and working on accuracy right. um yep. that is not a patrolling gun like it is heavy no. so Another thing to, another reason that just came to mind of why I would want a suppressor is if I'm working in a team environment, my teammates yeah. would appreciate it. That's Because it stops that outward concussion and that outward blast of gas, and it's not rocking my buddies that are yeah. within, you know, a foot or two away from me. Yeah, and, and, and that's true. And, like, you, you've seen the muzzle device that I've got on my kind of longer distance AR and yeah. with that kind of directional deal where it points the points all the concussion forward. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh that is loud. Yes. <laughs> it is loud. And that's that's another really nice thing about suppressors on a shorter barreled rifle is shorter barreled rifles or pistols get very loud, very yep. concussive. I don't know why. I, I guess I never really looked into why. It's got to have but, something to do with gas distribution, would yeah, be my guess. Again, just, we're both we're both guessing. So, we're not experts on any of this. But yeah, you take a ten and a half inch 
uh, SBR or pistol or whatever, and you start cranking that off indoors. Yeah. And you're now, you're peoples are going to be mad at you. Now, I like I have a I might have a I, no, I do have a pistol that is chambered in, you know, a 30 caliber round and uh, it is it is loud too. It yep. is very loud. Well, those were specifically designed for suppressors or use with suppressors. Yeah, you know, and my understanding my understanding is that if you if you grab one of those and you uh, you know legally you know go through your do your tax stamp and all that and get a suppressor and then you start um, grab a box of subsonic rounds my understanding is that that is very quiet yes um, but again that cartridge specifically was, was designed, designed for that yeah I have a is it I it might even be in the car right now I have an actual like FBI study on how um, ballistics, the ballistics and all that, of yeah. that that cartridge works. I've never actually read it yet. I haven't. I just haven't sat down and read it yet, so I don't know much about it. Um, but yes, it's my understanding that, that cartridge, specifically that thirty caliber cartridge, was designed for that purpose. With I actually might. I believe I thought that that round was designed to be more effective in a shorter barreled rifle. Um, because it's, I want to say, because it's a fatter round or something. I don't, again, we're not experts at all. Um, but my understanding was that it was, because Probably. it's a fatter round, it goes a little slower. Mm-hmm. And it was meant to be more effective in that shorter right. rifle configuration. I don't configuration. know if it's much of a, you know, like a, a people hunting type round, though. Either. Well, no, it's... I, I mean, I don't know. I I haven't heard of any military applications of the no. th- three hundred blackout. Um, I haven't heard any law enforcement applications of the three hundred. So I don't know if it's a good round to yeah, but hunt bad guys with you, or not. I, you and I have both worked in law enforcement long enough, not very long, but long enough to know that the trends in law enforcement tend to lag a little bit behind the current the research, yeah, the military, and the research and all that. True. So I'd be interesting to see what the research ends up doing, but I think part of it too I is probably read that paper. Yeah, I think part of it too though is it's it seems like it's a little bit of ballistic overload too, because you know look at in the last how many years, maybe 10, 15 years, how many different rounds have come out, different types of ammunition, oh, ballistics, all that. It's a constant though. thing, but it feels like you I know just kind of, but it feels like over issue. like kind of. Over history, though, you look at what did what did we have? Say like early nineteen hundreds, we had the you know these thirty caliber rounds. Mm-hmm. Then you know we get past World War Two, where it was mostly thirty caliber, thirty odd six. I think the yeah. uh, the Grand was shooting, mm-hmm. and then you get into you know with the development of the AR platform, and um, we get into two two three, and it seemed like that was pretty steady. You know, other yeah. obviously other rounds were being developed, but it just, and maybe it's just because we're removed from it. It's back in history. We weren't around when it was happening, but it feels like there wasn't as much as there is now. I mean, it seems like every other day you go to the you go to the store, or, you know, you go to the hardware store, and here's a box of some caliber ammunition you've never heard you've of. Never heard of. You know, all of a sudden this. there's a 
was it this this yeah those six point five Creedmore like do you even Creedmore bro? <laughs> First rule of Creedmoor is so you don't talk about Creedmoor. Except if you don't talk about Creedmoor, then you don't even Creedmoor, bro. <laughs> uh, I've actually never shot a Creedmoor. Um, I've, I, you know, so I was talking to a guy who's a police sniper and he hunts and he gets all into that long range precision stuff and he claims that it's a flatter shooting round that has the same or similar ballistics of a three oh eight at distance and. I don't know. I see. You get new novelty rounds coming out all the time. I think a lot of that is novelty. Yeah. yeah. The, I don't know. Got to get that, that the new thing. Rest in peace uh, bullet or some shit. I'm waiting for the first time, you know, and I maybe it has happened. I haven't heard of it, but I'm waiting for the first time that 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 round that rapidly invade in expand invade whatever it is projectile. Uh, gets used in a defensive shoot, and any prosecutor's going to have a field day with that. Well, it won't ever get into a defensive shoot, because thank God, they're super unreliable feeding issues. So oh, yeah. It, yeah. There's no guts to it. It's like a... Oh, it's like a, it's completely hollow, green. isn't it? Yeah, it's And it's just got these like spikes it's that just copper, fly apart. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. Yeah. It's and you know what though, if you actually look back at uh, projectile, you know, in the past with projectiles, new yeah. fancy things, that round has actually been developed like six or seven times, just under different names. It's it's a novelty round that never takes off because yeah. it's junk, basically. So yeah, no, I could I could see that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, otherwise I think, you know, if if I could only have one one firearm, I would like I said 16 inch AR, shorter handguard, maybe what 8 inch maybe. Mm. You know, I don't care if I got barrel sticking out. I I need a little bit to work with for accessories and all that, but I don't yeah, need a ton. I, I don't need a ton of crap on there. Right. Um what kind of put, optic? I was just going to I was just going to get to that. So, I would probably have Maybe what three four magnification? I don't want so you can get crazy. A, yeah a one to six would probably suit especially like a sixteen inch where it can reach out and touch somebody. Yeah. I'd put a one to six or a one to eight. They have one to tens now. Yeah, um, they're expensive, but if you're gonna spend you know it, like in my case with my tag stamp for SBR and a freaking tag stamp for the can. At that point, money isn't really an issue. Oh, yeah. So no, I'd probably put like a 1 to 6 or a 1 to 8. The ballistics at distance the, would still work for now, that. Now, is this going to be a holographic or a crosshair? Uh, no. So I actually have specific, uh, like a bullet drop compensated um, scopes in mind. They're yeah. like a variable optic scopes. Yeah. Um, I personally am... I've taken a shining towards the uh, ACCS like uh, primary primary arms platinum series, um, the one to eight I believe, it's, it's their premium version. It's like thirteen hundred bucks though. Ugh. Yeah, so uh, I built my own BCM that's just shy of like fifteen hundred bucks. Putting a freaking you know optic on it that. 
cost the same as the freaking gun itself is kind of tough. Yeah. But in that situation, like in that situation, probably be the last AR that I ever, I'd ever purchase. But that's the question: Would you purchase or would you build? Uh, it depends on the circumstances and the application. I was just thinking, just a weird, random hypothetical. I wasn't even thinking that far into it. Um, there's a lot of factors. Like, is money an issue? Is time an issue? Is you know? Yeah. Because my my previous build time was not really a factor, so it just kind of I took my time and ordered parts as I could right. afford them and. Um, I think if it was a emergent type of situation, I would just buy one. Um, but I mean, does one ever really fully buy an AR? I mean, you might buy an upper and a lower, but, or building, or, yeah, no, buy, because you might buy an upper and a lower, but you almost always you, end up swapping out parts. You're gonna, you know, the, the, stock stock or whatever right. you know 75% of the time it's junk right you know or your hand guard might be junk you might have the what do they call the the free float or not the free float the ones the drop ins that come yeah stock on like your uh on like a smith and wesson or whatever right those are junk you know right so i would for that specific gun, because it would be something that I would, it would be my go-to-war gun or my go-to-work gun or, you know, my zombie apocalypse gun. I would buy mine. Mine would be purchased. But I have, like, I have a brand-specific, yeah. you know, AR that I would pick up. Um, I have a, a specific scope, you know, variable optic scope that I want to put on it. I have specific light that I want to put on it. I have specific sling that I want to put on it. Um, but that's all. I have specific can even with a muzzle device that I want to put on it. Uh, but that's all like I've done the research into it. It's all things that I can part and piece out. Um, piece out? Uh, I've got a specific trigger that I want to put into it. A Giselli? <laughs> Geisley, right now. I hate you. So you don't want to get a Giselle trigger? No, shut up, stop it. <laughs> oh, hey, real question though. Yo. Have you ever seen? I don't remember what the hell it's called. Those triggers where you, oh, it's not two stage. It's not like dual. It's like dual something where you pull the trigger, it goes bang once. He's talking about binary triggers. Where yes. You let go of it, and you and let go, and it shoots again. Those are dumb. My personal opinion, those are retarded. Hey, well, you, don't, you can't say that. Y'all no. say that. Retarded. Okay. <laughs> We're no, trying to, to be inclusive. Each, to each their own. But I personally, I don't like them. I think it would be, I'm, I think it would be fun to try. To just play around. Oh, sure. It would be fun to have one just to try. I think they're like six, 700 bucks. I don't I mean, remember how much they are. Nope. No, don't do that. No. Shift Change Podcast does not condone any illegal activity. Oh, absolutely not. Don't don't ruin it for the rest of us doing dumb shit like that. Um that's that's the kind of ammo Kamala Harris has oh, to God, yeah. take away our AR fifteens. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, no, I don't know. They're not I don't and they're definitely not. That's that's one of those things. You go to the range and 
mess around with. That's not a work. Thing. Well, yeah, no, it's not. I mean, right. Absolutely not. Show up on my range with one of those while I'm the instructor. I'm gonna kick you off my range. Well, it depends what what is the application at the range. Am I going to just oh, piss away some lead? Dig around and no, can yeah. have at it, stud. But if it's a training thing, like if we're training or we're getting ready for you know and yeah, uh, warrant or something and. Stuff oh like yeah, that. no. Well, you, and you, you have to. You know, I think you have to separate too. Like I, I think, matters. I think the broad, uh, the the broad base of our our listeners are not looking at things through a law enforcement application. Obviously, I am not putting what is it called dual or two what. Oh, that the binary trigger. Binary trigger. trigger. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Right. The, Obviously, I'm not going to work with a binary trigger. <laughs> No. There's oh no purpose God. for that. Um, That's how accidents happen. Yeah. I wouldn't even suggest them to dink around with because that's how accidents could happen. Yeah. That's my two cents. I don't know. Uh, yeah. What do I know? <laughs> right. <sighs> yeah. So anyway, um, it's interesting, like, uh, you don't think of pistol or shotgun or anything like that it's just straight to ar platform it's not good it's good bad or otherwise i'm just pointing out the interesting point it's interesting yeah is that a lot of people who kind of have a even a a little bit experience with firearms will almost always not in every case but almost always go to the ar-15 platform and the reason is, is because it's super easy to use. Mm-hmm. My little 100-pound wife can use my work yep. AR-15 the, the, with no problem. The recoil is very manageable. Right. You know, my, my wife likes the AR as well. Yep. Uh, she won't shoot my big hunting rifle, my 30 odd 6 no, or anything. I, but you know, that's... I, I mean, she would. Don't she don't really want to either. Though, she'd probably know? shoot a couple rounds be like, ah, oh, my shoulder hurts. And then... Be right. done with it, but when you know you've got a, a, a two two three or a five five six with a you, you get over. No, I'm good. You're making weird faces. Yeah. Okay. Pea shivers. Okay. Because you throw <laughs> you throw me off my game, and now people are mad because I, I don't remember what I was talking about. Oh, because the uh, you know you, you look at the difference with like a five five six and like an AR platform a. Every single AR that you get with little variation is going to be, you know, same controls. You know, your selector switch is here, your grip is here, your charging handle is here, your bolt release is here. Like, with very little variation, they are going to be pretty much all the same. And then you look at, like you mentioned, with your recoil management. You know, when they've got that internal buffer spring and all that. And it's it's still uh, softer shooting around. It still has a little recoil to it, but but it's barely no. It's not I mean. like that one time I gave my wife my twelve gauge. Bad idea. Wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, she was she was mad at me for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew that was gonna happen. It's it's you know you pick and choose your battles, and I chose that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good gotta, time. She was mad. Like, what the Everybody's got to take a stand somewhere. <laughs> I drew my line in the sand. Somewhere. Anyway. But yeah, it's it's just, it's an easier, it's easy, it's more user-friendly to two, use. So. 223 or 556? 
two, two, three, but it really doesn't matter. Yeah. So here's my thing, and I don't know if we've talked about this on prior episodes, but I have actually, all of my AR platforms, I've actually purchased either a 5.56 or a two two three wild barrel and yes. inserted them into my my AR platforms because I at at this point it's like what what's the difference? And I would rather not accidentally throw a five five six into, into my two two three and then have a boom boom bad time. Yeah. It it won't like explode on you I mean right away. <laughs> Um, but my understanding, it'll rip it'll, apart, it'll, it'll, it'll rip apart warp my chamber. Yeah, what? it'll yeah. mess everything up after a while. It's because the 5.56 is um, operating at a higher pressure. There's, yeah, it's just, is it more powder or something? I'm not sure why there's more pressure. I do to know it. it's more pressure. But yeah. it's there's a lot more pressure. So and so that. Barrel five, five, is reinforced, right? Yeah, it's it's just thicker. Yeah. Uh, more suitable for those kind of pressures. And I think the reason the military did that was because of, like, the environments that they operate in. Yeah. Uh, but I also happen to know that, uh, you know, SF dudes, SEAL dudes who are shooting the Mark 262s, which I don't know if they're still using that round or not, but uh, back in the early mid two thousands, um, prior to two thousand ten, uh, good dudes were hunting bad dudes in mountains and deserts, and they were uh, putting bad dudes down with uh, seventy seven grain two two threes at distance, relatively easy. So hmm. it really. It doesn't matter. If you're going to buy an AR, though, I would suggest buying um, an AR chambered in 5.56. That's my Just because. That's my thing, you too. Is they're interchangeable. I would rather have that interchangeability and right. not have. I'd rather have something that is applicable to two different things than have one thing that's applicable yes. to one thing. Especially but, when but it's not that the other, easy to mess it to up. To mess it up. And, yeah. Now, that's a different story if you're trying to do precision work with your 223. Um, because those tighter chambers uh, will equate to better accuracy. So, there's an interesting. Uh, idea that you bring or idea whatever that, that you bring up because I have been trying to work and maybe I'm just expect I maybe I have unrealistic expectations out of my my AR-15 because I have been trying to get extremely tight groupings at 100 yards like within an inch mm-hmm. and I think that's reasonable with my yes. rifle and my optics that I have on there and I am not consistently getting one-inch groupings. And so, I'm wondering, what I'm wondering is, am I feeding 223 into my 5.56 barrel? Is that causing issues? No, that's not going to cause that or issue. Do you think it's What's going to cause that issue is the type of ammo that you're using. Mm-hmm. Not every round is capable of one-inch groups at... Right. Well, and here's the other issue is being with the the freaking ammunition crisis that we're in right now. Yes. I cannot consistently shoot the same ammo. Your and that's the that's the issue there. And then the other issue is most of us, me included, cannot outshoot the accuracy of my barrel. Does that make sense? 
I'm not as good of a shot or I'm not as accurate as a shooter that my barrel is capable of. So that could also be operator error yeah, as well. Yeah. Just your, your fundamentals in that. Yeah, but so here's the issue, though, that I'm running into is that you've seen that kind of gun vice deal that I got mm-hmm. that I've been working with. You know, I'll have it set in there and... Again, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. There's some element of operator error going on there, but you would think that at 100 yards, with the type of optics that I have, with this gun mount type of right. deal, I should be able to pretty consistently do this, and it's just not quite there. Yeah, it's honestly with the way you've got every, your stuff set up, because your rifle is capable of oh, that. Oh yeah, uh, it's probably the ammo. To probably be yeah. Um. um I know, like, I, I, and I was just thinking about this as I was explaining all that. There are a lot of, like, YouTube uh, shooters out there that can't get uh, one-inch groups mm-hmm. with their with their two two three or their AR-15 at 100 yards, and they're perfectly happy with that. When I, uh, this last couple of times that I've uh, recited in my rifle and... Um, made sure it was zeroed i've had three five even nine round groups like all touching mm-hmm. at 100 yards so it is absolutely possible yeah but i'm also back when i went through my basic rifle marksmanship training in the army it was all laying in the prone and learning yeah. how to shoot from the prone with an m you know a 20 inch m60 or 22 inch m16 a2 i think is what we were cranking off with uh in 2003 yeah. so not exactly the type of gunfights they're getting into now in the military but that's how i was taught so i was taught to do and lay there and put rounds on top of each other i've got extensive yeah time doing that so i'm able to do that now running around and managing recoil and everything because i'm not the world's strongest person i get a little my groups end up opening up when I'm running and, excuse me, running and gunning, as they say. So, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. Your gun is capable of shooting on it. Oh, I know, my gun is capable yards. of a lot more than what it's doing right now. And I, yeah, like I said, I think a lot of that is operator error. But what I'm trying to get to is expanding my accuracy to that point where I can be looking at two, three, four hundred yards and getting semi-decent groupings. But I'm not going to waste the ammo shooting at 400 yards when my hundred-yard groupings aren't on point. Yeah, no. So what you need to do is you need to find a case. Instead of just boxes of ammo, you need to actually find a case of a thousand rounds. Pick your favorite brand. Yeah. It doesn't have to be super expensive. Uh, buy a case, or or you know find rounds that are available in cases, and then buy a couple yeah. little boxes of twenty and see how accurate those rounds are. Yeah. And then once you find your case of or your round that you prefer, just start buying cases of those. I uh, I've got plenty of people who I've talked to and videos online that I've heard other shooters talk about like legit dudes talk about um uh, they find a case uh, a certain type and it's what they like shooting and they just buy specifically those that brand of rounds 
Uh, my agency has a specific round that they use for trading and a specific round that we use for duty ammo and we buy that stuff and that is what we train with. We train with the training ammo. It doesn't have to be that like specific, but we actually, I believe we sight in and then we verify with our duty ammo yep. that we're still getting the same point of aim, point of impact. Because that's another thing. With rounds, different rounds will have a different point of impact versus your point of aim. Yeah. So, they just fly different. It's, yeah. it's just manufactured. It's like Chevy and, and Ford. One, one round just drives better than the other one. Chevy. What? Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Toyota. What? Your Helix. Gross. Uh, anyway. Gross. Well, yeah. Um, that was an interesting nerd ramble oh yeah i can if i actually like knew we were going to be talking about this i could have read up on a whole bunch of stuff and, yeah but you didn't there's a bunch locked in there i just gotta remind just myself gotta of release it release it it's uh i find it interesting so i can but, talk but about you didn't you didn't know days. what we were talking I had about no idea none of us knew what we were talking about today. <laughs> until about a half an hour in yeah yeah oh so anyway another oh. free shout out to black rifle coffee company I'm drinking it. They're not paying me for it yet. <laughs> if you guys want to send us some free stuff, you know, you know I, I wouldn't complain. You know, if you want to, Kyle be, would enjoy it. If you want to be guest stars on the show? I wouldn't complain. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I do appreciate everything they do for working with the veterans yeah, and responders. Guys, guys are awesome. They're very good shit. So, have you checked out? Did I send you that link for their uh, new show that they're doing? No. Uh, the free range American. Yes. Yes. You yes, should, you have. You check that out. I'll have to. It's very good. They did the one with uh, Eddie uh, Gallagher. Okay. Um, you know, whatever your thoughts are on the situation, I don't even know what you know about it with him. But <sighs> long story short. Very, very, very abbreviated synopsis of it. Uh, he, dude was on a SEAL team over in Iraq, I think. Could be Afghanistan. I don't really know. Can't remember. Um, they had this dude that was wounded. I. It's disputed as to... some. They had this guy, this uh, enemy, that was wounded, I think think it was kind of sort of like a mercy killing like they he wasn't gonna make it and if, oh. they, if they left him to be like he would have like the locals would have just tortured him so oh. he wasn't on their side he was an enemy combatant but I, I that was my understanding was it was kind of sort of a mercy killing i think it was disputed as to whether or not eddie did the actual kill or what but uh from his side of the story it sounds like he got like super hardcore railroaded um yeah like, i can see how that like would easily... ncis did a lot of really shady stuff um oh. got into his phone like without warrants and yeah that's just, no bueno man and like it happened like the the investigation was like a year after it happened just goofy stuff like that i'm not you know right wrong or otherwise and i know there's two sides to every story but it from his side of the story, it sounds like he really got railroaded. And then uh, when Trump got involved, it got political. And then the media was just out to crucify him because, you know. Well, because was, Trump. Because Trump, Trump. Orange man bad. 
So. <laughs> it's a disease, man. Yeah. So if you, uh, I think that's the one that I sent you. Otherwise, if you look up their show and that the Eddie Gallagher episode, is, it was really, it was really good. good. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. Like I, I haven't actually been listening to a whole lot of podcasts. I've been listening to my my stories. I, I call it my stories. I'm watching my stories. It's my stories. Shut up. My stories are on. <laughs> uh, I listen to. It's like a. It's really cool. I like it. I and I can't find anything. In that style of podcast that I, that I like, um, I listen to like it's like a radio show, like back in the day before the TV. Like the, a, like the is it like AM grumbling staticky radio? God, well, no, they It'd be put better. If way it was more, like, you know, they put way more effort into it. I'm listening to a show called We're Alive. It's a it's a zombie apocalypse story. Yeah, and um, like it's it's got chapters and and there's. What are there, like 48 chapters, and each chapter is three episodes long, and each episode can be anywhere from a half an hour to 45 minutes long, and or 20 minutes to 45 minutes long. It's a really good, they put in like the sound effects and everything, it's not just a bunch of people reading off a script into, it really sounds like if you were like watching a movie, and then you close your eyes. Like, it's very descriptive. It's really okay. good. It's really good. I've listened to it, like, three or four times all the way through. It takes me... Um, I'll listen to it uh, when I'm chilling by my... If, if nobody's around. Because I don't like... You know, yeah. other people don't need to listen to what I'm listening to. But So, what is what is the, the general premise of it? It's... Um, it, so, it's basically three soldiers. Um, is it... Basically like, three, or is it three? It's three soldiers that uh, <laughs> it starts... Well, I'm trying to formulate, because I didn't expect this question, or even to talk about this. Oh, oh like give me, just give me, like, the 20-second, like... 20-second version is, it, it really starts... Um, it's based around these three soldiers. It starts, like, an hour before the zombie apocalypse starts. Hmm. And uh, how these three soldiers got together at their, uh, like, reservist base, and it's based in Los Angeles. Oh, Yeah, so it's a complete shit show from the start, and how they find, like, different survivors. <laughs> LA, L.A. was an apocalyptic hellhole before the zombies, but whatever. Since the 60s. Um, yeah, and they find other survivors, and they take over a apartment building and, and try to survive, basically, and it just... It's just one catastrophic problem after another, and it's really good. They actually go out and, and like, recorded real, like, gunshots and... Really? And screaming and, you know... kind of cool. Like, they actually put in effort into this. It's a really good story. Um, they put a lot of effort into it. They continually... That was the first book, I think is what they call it, or the first... Um, the first show, and then they have another show that's like 10 or 11 episodes long that are an hour-long episodes. Um, so they're not as long, but they're like doing offshoots, continuing yeah. the story and stuff like that. I'm listening to the third right now. I just started like the third story that's like 10 episodes long, and it's hour-long uh, episodes. And I've stuff. been on I've been on Audible trying to come up with just some stories or books or whatever to listen yeah. to. I've been trying to come up with something non-fiction or not non-fiction, something fiction, fiction, I mean. 
but that's still kind of in my area of interest. You know, something kind of born identity. Really? I so you've watched the movies? Yeah. The books, nothing like the movies. Completely left field. Yeah. The movies basically born identity took the premise and then just went. Yeah. So born identity starts the same way the movie starts. Is he's Jason Bourne is found like in the ocean or something. Yeah. In the movies, they don't really talk about why. In the book, it actually does talk okay. about why he's in the ocean. And then from like the those fishermen pick him up, and then the book does its thing. The movie goes completely into left field, like okay. not even close. I mean, literally not even close. It goes into his backstory, born identity, uh, born supremacy, and then born ultimatum. Robert, can't say, the, can't say Robert, supremacy anymore. That's racist. No. Whatever. <laughs> No, I, yeah. You can complain to my manager. Okay. Kyle, people are going to have to complain to you about it. Oh, so I'm the boss? Yeah, apparently. Jesus. So, but, yeah, if you're looking for a good fictional novel that's... I'd read it again if I didn't accidentally... Like, the first time I moved, my box of books were sitting under mm. a window that I didn't realize was open and Ooh. rained and... Jack yeah. Napoleon books. See, and I don't, I don't do terrible. I don't do paper books. Dude, there's something I about can't holding do, I can't the book do it. while I'm sitting on I the toilet. No, it's not even. It's not even that. <laughs> it's it's it's. I can't do written books, and it's just I. I don't know. It's my eyes. It started with you know when I was younger. My eyes were really bad. I did have okay. LASIK, but I still have the astigmatism. I end up kind of cross-eyed when I read it. it hurts my oh, head. Oh yeah, that's it. Sucks. Really, it's not. It's not great. I can read. You know, obviously, like. When, um, you know, like I just, I was working on my bachelor's a while back. Like I, I can read when I have to. Sure. It's just not, a, just, it's not a it's pleasurable not, experience yeah, for me. I have to sense. work so hard at it that I just don't, yeah. yeah and I'm not that. that type of a, a processor. Like I'm very much, I'm more of an auditory sure. processor. So um, with, with this expand or this growth of audio books, I mean, you can find damn near any book you can get. Any book you can get on paper, you can find on tape. On, on, yeah, it, and like, so I started listening to audiobooks regularly. Like, mm-hmm. I was buying the CDs mm-hmm. back when I was doing uh, my mobile patrols yep. in town there. Um, I was listening to, because I didn't, you know. Oh, also, did eight, you know, if you, get the, if you get the CDs, did you know you can get those at, the, at like, most libraries have them? Yeah, you can, like, rent them. You should go them. in and rent them, yeah. You get like a 20, 20 $30 disc set for free. You, and what are you going to do? Like you buy it, what? You buy it, listen to it once and lose it? Like I have a tendency of books that I really excuse me, books that I really like, I'll listen to over and over yeah. and over again. It's, it's like the podcast series, the Zombie Apocalypse series that I'm listening to now. It's probably the fourth or fifth time I'm going through it, but yeah. it's because I've been getting bored with some of my, you know, some of the content that I've been <clears throat> yeah. consuming lately. Yep. So, uh, well, anyway, I think we've rambled. It's been, what, an hour and 15 minutes. We haven't really talked about anything, so. <laughs> well, we about, talked about guns. Talked about my future. Future gun. My my future safe queen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it cost me like three friggin' thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. Buy well when we when, we, when we win the lottery yeah yeah right yeah so but no I uh, thanks a lot guys for not 
deleting us. Yeah, not Those of you that didn't us. bail on us. I, it has been, the last couple weeks have been rough on both of us. <sighs> We've both been I've been busy. super, yeah, I've been super busy trying to get this job and, and bouncing yep. back and forth. Because it's in a different state. Yep. So I've been running back and forth to a different yeah. how state. Long is your drive, how long is your drive to this new city? Three hours. Three hours. In one, so, one way. One way. So hours. every time you need to go down there to I'm literally do, take going a physical before. or to, you know, take a test or yep. do whatever, it's a three-hour trip. So, yeah, I get it. Yep. And then, you know, we were you've been trying to get some kind of temporary work going on. Yeah, and I that's been time-consuming. That, and that's been and, pain. Yeah, so. so. And, you know, I've been busy on the golf course and at the range yeah. and no i mean yes but golf course I don't want to talk is a about that. blatant misuse of a perfect i good, i'm good aware range. i'm aware bastards <sighs> so anyway uh i yeah. i shoot straighter than i drive <laughs> both so, in golf and and, a and on the road yes, yes. so anyway yeah true thanks for uh Thanks for sticking with us, guys. Yeah, thanks we're for gonna, putting up with it. We're going to have, you know, some more content coming. I've really, really, really wanted to try and stick to our weekly schedule. Obviously, that just wasn't feasible for us with uh, everything that's been going on. But we are going to keep trying to do, you know, one show a week. We're going to try and get our reloads in there. You're just going to have to bear with us because schedules have been changing. This obviously is not a full-time job for no, us. Oh, yeah. I wish it no. was. It'd be cool. It would be cool. But just sitting in this chair. Just chilling here. I'd be down with yeah, it. It would be cool. But Drinking Black Rifle coffee. Yes. America. And uh, White Trash Mountain Dew. We're trying not to alienate <laughs> listeners. Yeah. So anyway, we'll have uh, this episode. We're probably going to dump this right away. And we'll, we'll have another one coming out next week. So... All right, thanks a lot, guys. Hit us up on the email, contact.shift.change.podcast at gmail.com. Zach. Oh, my God. Uh, Hit him with the Facebook, Zach. Facebook, which is better, facebook.com. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Backslash Shift Change Podcast. So. I thought you said Instagram was better. Insta- well, it's a lot better than that stupid Shut email. Shut <laughs> up. All right, guys. All right, guys. Later. Later.